0: Chapter 23 of Camp Fire Girls and the Country by Stella M. Francis This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Leanne Howlett Aunt Hannah Remembers Aunt Hannah was not shocked at all when she awoke a short distance from the log building and found herself in a boudoir of a kind and character that few women of the world save Mother Eve have ever been known to occupy. Perhaps the mild manner in which she accepted the novel situation was due to the fact that her awakening was not occasioned by any sudden or violent experience in the course of her sleeping activities. Then she saw Hazel and Violet coming toward her, and a few moments later beheld all the other members of Flamingo Campfire approaching in the moonlight. She was not slow in recognizing where she was. "'Have I been walking in my sleep, girls?' she inquired of the two who first came within speaking distance tell me what has happened what have i done mrs hutchins appeared to be almost amused at the situation this is the second time you have walked in your sleep in the last three nights harriet said you appear to be interested in something in that building you went in there to-night removed a stone from the fireplace and examined something that seemed to be hidden there For the first time, the awakened sleepwalker was excited. "'What's that you say?' she exclaimed. "'Were you there? Did you see me? Come on and show me what I did.' She led the way, and Harriet and Violet followed. They had not gone far when evidence of a struggle on the porch reached their ears and eyes. This did not stop Mrs. Hutchins, however, and the girls continued to follow her they found Mr. Mackenzie holding his prisoner down and examining his pockets for a weapon, while Hazel aided him with her flashlight. "'What does this mean?' Mrs. Hutchins inquired. "'Why, that man is Percy Tysh, one of the pickpocket bandits. "'What were you doing here?' she asked, addressing her husband's nephew. "'I know,' Hazel answered for Tysh who seemed undisposed to talk on any subject. He was here after those hidden securities of which you are trustee. He had Uncle Edmund's letter in his possession, and had deciphered enough of it at least to inform him that the paper were in this building. It was he who shot Mr. Anderson night before last, while here looking for the papers. Why, Hazel! Aunt Hannah exclaimed excitedly. Do you realize what you are telling me? I remember everything now where my husband told me that he had hidden the papers i can put my hand right on the spot come on i must get them at once i can't wait an instant it's unnecessary auntie hazel returned i have them here in my hand you did it in your sleep and i got them after you went away then this man attacked me and took the box away how did you happen to be here john aunt hannah inquired addressing her farm manager some of the cattle broke into the orchard and while i was driving them out you came along walking in your sleep and i followed you mr mackenzie replied let me prove to you that i remember now the secret that my husband gave to me on his deathbed, and which i forgot mrs hutchins proposed let me have your light hazel she led the way into the hotel parlor or restroom and went direct to the fireplace. After a short examination of the stonework, she laid her hands on the loose boulder which she had removed a short time before and lifted it out of its place. The entire campfire was present by this time, and a period of explanations followed. Then all returned to their tents, while Mr. Mackenzie kept watch over his prisoner— Mrs. Hutchins, of course, took the long treasure-box with her and insisted on examining its contents before she retired again. The examination proved satisfactory, so far as she was able to determine. The metal case contained a dozen or more mortgage bonds of large denomination and a number of other important papers. After assuring herself that she had indeed discovered the long-missing fortune of which she was the bonded trustee, She placed every paper carefully back into the box, and closed it, and then got back into bed, taking the treasure with her and holding it close to her under the covers. Hazel fell asleep soon after she lay down, in spite of the wakeful happenings of the night. She was tired and sleepy, as it was quite natural for her to be under the circumstances, and moreover she had strong nerves and was capable of speedy recovery from shocking and thrilling experiences. When she awoke, it could not have been more suddenly. Her first consciousness was the realization that she was sitting up in bed, with the sound of a sharp explosion ringing in her ears. She was more than frightened, for the explosion seemed to have taken place right in the enclosure where she slept. Her first thought was that someone must have thrown a bomb into the tent. A moment later she decided this idea was foolish but she was unable to think of a reasonable substitute it was dark in the tent evidently the moon had gone down for only the faintest rays of starlight came in through the openings in front and around the sides for the circulation of air while hazel was thus attempting to drive away the panic that had seized her and to get a view of her obscured surroundings there came several more explosions in rapid succession outside the tent At once she realized the nature of these noises, and in a moment was out of bed and beside her aunt's cot. With her hands she examined it. The covers had been tossed in a heap at the foot. The cot was empty. End of chapter 23